The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is July 14th, 2021, and I'm your host, William Harris, a.k.a. William is Bill, for my social media people out there. (laughs) Hope you're all having a wonderful day today. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about my favorite second round picks in this upcoming NBA draft for the year 2021, of course. Uh, Many of these draft picks could easily be first rounders, uh, but there's so much talent in this draft that they may slide to the second round. Nevertheless, I believe in each of these guys' talent, uh, so I believe they should have very productive careers in the league. Uh, So I can't wait to introduce you to some of them and remind you of some of them that might be sliding down the draft boards or climbing up the draft boards. Um, So first, we're going to start with Jared Butler from Baylor. This is kind of me cheating a little bit here because Jared Butler was a projected first-round pick in this draft, uh, probably around the 20 range. But when he went to the combine, they found some medicals. He was alerted. Uh, He gave off all type of alerts because of his condition, and so he's been held out of everything since, and his status is still pending on whether he's going to be allowed to even play in the league. Um, I've heard that he has a heart condition. And they say he had this heart condition at Baylor. I guess it was monitored better or uh, he was just able to play. But the NBA is taking extra precaution because they don't want anything tragic to happen. Uh, The same way they did with Chris Bosh with his blood clot condition. But like like, like I said, right now we're in limbo. So we don't know whether he's going to be able to play or not. But if he does, him still having a heart condition will probably drop him to the second round. And possibly not drafted at all. But if he's cleared to play, he probably will be a second-round pick. But we're talking about Jared Butler from Baylor, the national champion uh, team. He is six foot three, uh, averaged 17 points, three boards, five assists, two steals per game. Uh, he was the NCAA tournament most outstanding player. He was the Big 12 Player of the Year. So he had all the accolades, playing under these same conditions. So... Uh, Definitely hoping and praying that his health will allow him to fulfill his dream of playing in the NBA. But yes, he shot 41% from three, has a great handle. He's a knockdown shooter. He can do it all offensively. He's a good passer. Uh, He reminds me of Monte Morris, the backup point guard from the Denver Nuggets a little bit. He's very scrappy. He can play point guard or shooting guard. And he's a really good defensive guard. And his size at 6'3 is not a deal breaker. You know, you... If you're 6'2", 6'1", they hate it, but 6'3", 6'4", you know, you're in good range to have a good career. Uh, So I hope uh, he gets a chance because he's a very talented player. Uh, So call me cheating or not, I don't know. But Jared Butler is my number one guy. And these guys are not necessarily ranked from 1 to 10, but pretty much. (laughs) But if you say I'm cheating with Jared Butler, I have David Duke in the first round. And he's considered a second-round pick by just about everyone else. So you can swap those out if that makes you feel better. (laughs) For my second player, I have Quentin Grimes. Uh, He's a Houston player from the University of Houston. Averaged 18 points, 6 boards, 2 assists. 
in my opinion, very, very talented player. I'm trying to find a way to get him in my first round. This guy can do it all. He um, is a great shooter, very natural player. Uh, he could do it all. Like I said, step back jumper. He has a great handle, can create his own shot, could be a first round lock. Uh, but his only knock is, I believe, that he went to Houston. You know, Houston doesn't have a great track record of NBA players in the last 20 years. Uh, but he has a great hesitation, uh, great fadeaway. He did amazing in the combine. He was the leading scorer in the 5-on-5s, had 27 points in one of the games. And earlier uh, in his high school career, he was projected to be a lottery pick. So I don't know what happened to why he went to Houston and why his stock has failed. But clearly, all his tape in Houston that I've seen is incredible. He played incredible at the Combine. So I, I think if there's a way, he should be in the first round. But if not, someone is going to get a steal with selecting Quentin Grimes from Houston in the second round. Love his game. Number three is another guy that everyone has projected in the first round. Many have him projected in the lottery. I don't think that would be a good idea. Um, as for the lottery, you back, you draft him in the backhand of the second round uh, of the first round. I don't mind that, but this is Isaiah Jackson, the six eleven, two hundred six pound center from Kentucky. He averaged eight point six point six rebounds, two point six blocks per game. None of that really stands out. The two point six blocks, yes, but it's college also. So, um, is he going to be Mitchell Robinson? Is he going to be Nerlens Noel? Is he going to be young DeAndre Jordan? Either way, those players are not super sought after uh, as far as money-wise. You know, people will take them on the team for five, seven million, but you're not getting twenty and thirty million. But those centers that can't shoot are kind of becoming a dying breed. Uh, but they are necessary in some aspects of the game. Uh, but he's obviously very tall and skinny because he's two he's six eleven, two hundred and six pounds. There are guards that are six two and six three that are two hundred and six pounds or heavier than that. Uh but he's tall, skinny, but yet fast also. Uh he's a great shot blocker, runs the floor great for a big man, and is a great passer in the paint. But his pretty much his only two skills are dunking the ball and blocking shots. So there's a place for him in the league, but not as a full time starter. And I think people are thinking this is the NBA of old a couple of years ago. He might have been a lottery pick. But in my opinion, in this NBA, I see no reason to draft this guy in the first round. Uh, so he's just here because his position is necessary, but it's not first round talent necessary. I mean, I think a couple of years ago, uh, it reminds me of Jackson Hayes. He was around the fifth or sixth pick in a draft. If you go back and look at that draft now, you say there's no way he should have been the fifth or sixth uh, guy in the draft. He's the same type of player. Big, almost seven foot center that runs the floor well, blocks, and dunks. And he doesn't even start for his team. Never has, never gotten big minutes. They don't trust him. Isaiah Jackson's going to be in that same vein, in my opinion. So, worth drafting in the top 45, but not in the top 25. Uh, so, we'll see where he goes in the draft. I'm going to be very interested to see that. Uh, for number four, I have Trey Murphy. The 6'8", small forward from Virginia. He averaged 11 points, three boards, one assist per game. That doesn't really stand out either. This is why a lot of these guys are going to the second, in my opinion. Some people had Trey Murphy going to the back end of the first. But I think he'll slip to the 30s. Um, and he sh But he shot 43% from three. 
that's his saving grace right there. That's tremendous. Uh, and his athleticism. He has highlight reel dunks. So you love to see that. Normally, you have one or the other. You're super amazing athletically, or you can uh, dunk or shoot. You know, you can't. No, most, most people don't do both. So he's also a really good defender. So that's kind of the total package. He has great size. Um, on his shot, his form is bad, but yet they still go in. He's still a great shooter. So, um, like I said, 43% from three. He can be a 3 and D guy in this league. I think he just needs a little bit more time to develop. But, you know, he does everything well, everything really well. So he just needs to do a little more. But I think he'll fit good on any team in the league. So Trey Murphy, if he sleeps and slips into the first, sneaks into the first, I wouldn't be surprised. If he's in the mid-30s, I wouldn't be surprised. So he's a good, solid player. Number five, I have Miles McBride, the 6'2 point guard from West Virginia. He averaged 16 points, four boards, five assists, and two steals per game. He has a great crossover. crossover. He's a very shifty player. He played football, so he's a tough little guard out there, always banging under the... Uh, Ram in the paint. He shot 41% from three, so that's great. He has great hands in the defensive passing lanes. He can post up, do it all. And, he, you know, he could go in the first round. A lot of people ha have him projected to go in the 20s as well. But like I said, like if you rank the players in the 20 to 40 range, someone that could go 20, you would not be surprised if they went 35. Someone that's projected to go 35, you wouldn't be surprised if they were going in the early 20s. So this draft is just loaded with talent. I think Miles McBride has a ton of talent. If anything would hurt him, it would be his height at 6'2". Uh, but, and the fact that it's a lot of point guards in this draft that are very talented. So people are going to have the pick of the letter who they're interested in. But I think Miles McBride is pretty good. But I, I do think he's probably 30 to 35 range. Not necessarily first round in my opinion. Um, up next, really love Dwayne Washington. The 6'3 point guard out of Ohio State. Uh, like I said, a lot of point guards in this draft. Uh, he's 210 pounds, average 16 points, three boys, three assists, shot 37% from three. But he has a great shot, and he's very confident to shoot it from anywhere at any time. He looks like a young Darren Williams out there. Uh, I don't know if, <laughs> if y'all are youngsters out there listening. Darren Williams was a beast when he first came in the league. You know, him and Chris Paul were on the same tier level uh darren williams fizzled out in the end chris paul is obviously still going going strong trying to get his first championship but i really think Dwayne washington could be great loved his tape he easily can go in the first round easily could be a starter in this league i think he's a name i think he's a name to keep an eye on uh really 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 like Dwayne washington 6-3 point guard out of ohio state um and for the seventh player I have, because uh, I'm going to go over my top ten if I didn't say that, um, Aaron Wiggins, a 6'6", two-guard slash small four from Maryland. He averaged 14 and a half points per game, six boards, two and a half assists, one and a half steal, shot 35% from three. He is a pro's pro. And when you watch his tape, he looks like a professional ball player out there playing with college players. And you could just you could just tell when you watch. You know, he has a full arsenal. He's a very smooth player. He's naturally skilled, has a nice turnaround J, can sh create his own shot, has first-round potential, in my opinion. There was talk of whether he would go back to school or not, but he decided to keep his name in the draft. Hopefully that's because he's been hearing 
good news from his people, his team, uh, that he can go late first, early second, because I think he's really, really talented. Loved everything that I saw on his tape. And, you know, I don't know if it hurts him that he went to Maryland or not, but, you know, just seeing his tape, I don't see that big of a difference between him and a guy like Josh Christopher, who's going in the first round. I, I have him projected to go around 22nd to Houston or 23rd. Yeah, 23rd to Houston. And Aaron Wiggins is projected in some people's mocks to go late second or undrafted. And that doesn't make any sense to me. Aaron Wiggins is just as talented and possibly could be better. So Aaron Wiggins is a name to keep an eye out, uh, in my opinion. And obviously that's a familiar name, so it shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> uh, number eight, uh, a guy rising like a rocket ship, like Dogecoin a couple months ago <laughs> in the draft is Renz Bl- <clears throat> Renz Blimberg. Renz Blimberg. That's a hard name to say, but <laughs> he's from Belgium. He's six foot eleven, and he's a point guard. There was no, it's no typo because I'm talking. So yes, I said that correct. Six foot eleven, point guard. He averaged nine point four points, three boards, two assists per game. People are calling him. Some people are calling him Europe's version of Lamelo Ball. Uh, so this is. It's not something you see every day. I got a six foot eleven with the potential, and and that's a guard first of all. Um, but he has huge potential. Can dribble it up the court. Has incredible court vision and passing skills. He looks natural doing it. Also, he doesn't look like a center. It's lanky dribbling up the court. He just looks like a point guard. That's humongous out there. Uh, he, his only knock is he's a bad three point uh, free throw shooter, and his league in Belgium was not that great, but. He's a really good three-point shooter at 37%. That's good enough for the league. He has great form and touch, so I'm not worried about his shot at all. He also has the Euro step in his game. There's not much he can't do. And I think he's still developing uh, because I've heard him in interviews say, in Belgium, they practice team ball. And he loves to be a team player. He's not interested in points necessarily. He cares more about assists which he needs to improve dramatically because he only averaged two per game. But he loves passing the ball to his teammates more than scoring. And they develop team-oriented skills, not individual-oriented skills. So if he, when he gets to the league, obviously they're going to work on his individual game. They're going to get him a personal trainer, all that. Uh, and, you know, once he develops even more, look out, look out. Because you could have a mellow ball 2.0 on your hands. I don't know if he's going to be too tall to fully flourish or not. But he does look very natural out there. So, Renz Blenberg from Belgium. It's a name to keep your eye out on. Up next, my last three guys are all international. So, <laughs> but I really like their games. So, that was Renz. And Renz, by the way, Renz Blenberg, awesome follow on Twitter. You have to check him out. He's just a very cool guy. Uh, but Philip Petrusev, that's my next guy. The seven-foot center from Serbia. He was the ABA league scoring leader. He has a soft touch, can shoot the three, moves well, loves to stay in the paint. In my opinion, his floor would be being a solid backup center at worst. Uh, his best will be a player in the same vein as Nikolai Jokic or Yusuf Nurkic. Uh, you know, a big man with talent that can put the ball in the basket. Obviously, that's not expected. But if he's anywhere in that range from backup center to even close to those guys, um, 
this is a great pick because he projected he is projected going to forties, more than likely possibly fifties. Uh, so if a team is willing to take that risk on him, let him develop on your bench, maybe for a year, for a year. Uh, but he may not need that year. But I really like Philip Petrosev's tape, size, touch, everything, and you know he's international. But before his last year, he played two years at Gonzaga. So you could call him Americanized pretty much. At Gonzaga, he averaged 17.5 points and eight boards per game in those two years. And his last year, that the year that he's coming off of now, he averaged 23 and seven in Serbia. So that's great numbers internationally and home in America. So I feel Philip Petrosev will translate well to the league. And he's in my top 10 guys in the second round. My 10th and final player I have listed is Juham Begarin, the 6'5 guard from France. He is super athletic, dunks everything, incredible talent, incredible athleticism. He had, when he was playing overseas, he had a stress injury on his foot, which had him out for about six months, so that's never good. But he should be fine to bounce back. Uh, that's not anything you can't recover from. He's a spot-up three-point shooter. Uh, but like I said, he dunks everything. He truly looks like Vince Carter out there uh, with his bounce and just the way he attacks the rim. Uh, the knock on him is, is his competition good or bad? You know, So how good is he really? Is it because the other guys he's playing against are not that good or is he just that good? So with more polish and the right team, I think he could be special. Uh, seeing this tape, you would definitely not think he's from France. He plays like an American. Like I said, very Vince Carter-like. Not Nick Batum like, <laughs> so uh, he, in my opinion, if enough eyes get on him, and like I said, you don't, we don't know his competition overseas, but if enough eyes get on him and he's playing around Americans and still looking the same, he could sneak into the first round. You know, this is a the the Spurs love international players. It looks like the Mavericks and a couple other teams are starting to love international players too. So any of those guys could trade up to get him on their team, but I think Yuhan Begarin is a great potential player uh, in this draft and in that top 10 second round pick, guys. So I'm going to name them one more time for you. My top 10 second round projected players. Uh, I would say Jared, Baylor, uh, Jared Butler from Baylor, Quentin Grimes from Houston, Isaiah Jackson from Kentucky, Trey Murphy from Virginia, Miles McBride from West Virginia, Dwayne Washington from Ohio State, Aaron Wiggins from Maryland, Vrenz Blenberg from Belgium, Philip Petrusev from Serbia slash Gonzaga, and Yuham Begarin, Begarin, Yuham Begarin from France. Uh, so those are my top 10. I have five honorable mention guys. This was really tough cutting this list to 10. Easily could have been 15 to 20. This draft is so talented, it's crazy. So my honorable mention, guys, I have David Johnson, the 6'5 point guard out of Louisville. He averaged 12.6 points, six boards, three assists, one steal per game. Really like his game. Uh, he should be drafted in the top 45. Another point guard, McKinley Wright from Colorado, averaged 15 points, six boards, five assists per game. Uh, really love his game too. His only knock is he's small. Uh, that's his only knock. He's six foot tall, 
Other than that, he has a total package. I think if someone takes a chance on him, he could do great things for them. Because if he was 6'3", 6'4", no one would have any knocks on him. He's he's a great talent. Uh, my next player is RJ Nimbhard. RJ Nimbhard from TCU. Point guard, 6'5". Average 16, four boards, four assists, one steal. Tremendous, tremendous player. Full of uh, talent and potential. I believe he's the name to look out for. And that's a name that I haven't heard anyone else talk about, honestly. So I think he's an early second-round player, in my opinion. Uh, with talent to be, like I said, if, in, if this was any other draft, he, if this was last year's draft, he would be a first-rounder, in my opinion. So RJ Nimhart is a name you haven't heard, but you should hear. Uh, my fourth player in honorable mention is Matthew Hurt uh, from Duke. Really talented, big man, six foot nine, uh, average eighteen points and six boards per game. Uh, I mean, he just shoots the lights out. So that's what you're looking for. You're looking for in this league a shooter, uh, because if you look at Davis Bertans in Washington, he got paid because his skill was to shoot. After he got paid, he didn't play that well, but they paid him because of how well he shot. So if Matthew Hurt, there is a place for him in this league, and he can he can score in the post. He can score on the perimeter. Six foot nine, knock down three point shooter like that. Shot forty four percent from three. That's that's what you're looking for. So keep an eye out on him. My last player, straight 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 potential player, Makur Maker. He is the freshman that went to Howard. Could have went to any school in the world, pretty much. But he wanted to go to Howard to set a good example and get other young African American males to go to uh, HBCUs historically black colleges he averaged 23 points 12 boards four blocks per game uh, that is incredible numbers it seems as if no one cared because he was at Howard which is unfortunate because he went there to bring the attention to Howard but I think people knocked him the draft experts knocked him for going to Howard because of his level of competition so he is a borderline draft pick at all uh Hopefully he will get drafted. Those numbers are good enough for me. He performed well at the combine. Uh, he looks natural out there. He can shoot threes. He's six eleven. You know, he is better than his brother Thon Maker in my opinion. Uh, so I think he deserves to get drafted, and that's why he's in my honorable mention. He's not getting enough love, and I believe he's very talented. So my honorable mention: David Johnson, McKinley Wright, R.J. Nimbhard, Matthew Hurt, and Makur Maker. A lot of other talented guys in this draft as well. I cannot wait until the draft begins so we can see where they all go. So I hope I introduced you to some new guys you may not have heard of. So keep your eye out on all of those guys. But this was the All Rookie Podcast. We went over my favorite 10 second round picks projected. And I gave you five honorable mention guys. So thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Please like, rate, subscribe five star rate all that good stuff tell a friend to tell a friend about the pod follow me on social media at william is bill and the all rookie podcast also has an instagram at the all rookie podcast so check us out i appreciate your support thank you all for joining me enjoy the rest of your day peace
This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.